1: Sit back and enjoy druids in cars. Going to festivals. I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so we talked about in our last episode how to find a patron. Or how one comes or to you. Or how him. one comes to you. Yeah. And we we kind of ended that episode talking about what happens when things get hard and what happens when you need to end a relationship and we kind of wanted to cover that in a, a, a broader episode than just trying to tack it on to the right, end
1: Right, 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 right.
0: One of the things that I think about and we've both had experiences where patronage has ended. Mine right. with Paris and you with Artemis. Both Greek deities probably enough.
1: Yeah.
0: And There's a couple of different aspects to that. I think for both of us, in our cases, it was just time for us to move on. Yeah. But there are also times, because we just finished talking about things that are hard, where it's an issue of boundary pushing. Or an issue where things aren't helping anymore. Right. And... those are the the kinds of things I want to talk about first to kind of continue on. Yeah, definitely. And, so I've met a lot of people who they get tired. So they, they love their patron. They like working with them. But, say, they honor the morgon and people keep dying around them. And they get to the point where they just can't handle that anymore.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, that's a,
0: it's hard. A lot
1: of shit to handle.
0: Yes. And what I have told a lot of people is if you get to the point where the relationship is not benefiting you, then it's not patronage anymore.
1: Right, because if we go back to what we talked about with, like, the Latin root of patronage, that is a benefactor who helps you. Yes. Um, in return for for things that you give them right that as you are able um but they help you
0: they do and if you feel like you're required to give too much or you are tapped out or your flame has gone out and you can no longer give to others those are signs that you need to reevaluate the relationship
1: right and it may be that it is simply a renegotiation of boundaries
0: that is certainly the first step.
1: Um, but you may find that those boundaries can't really be renegotiated, and the relationship needs to come to close.
0: Yes, and that's a hard decision to make.
1: It is, and and I think it's worth noting that if that is a decision you make, that's that's grief, and you're you're going to grieve, and that is
0: normal. That's a normal it response. Is. It is, and. As you work through that, you will learn things about yourself as well. You will learn more about your own boundaries, what you are willing to accept. You will learn more about what you're looking for in a patron, which will help you when you start approaching other days Mm -hmm. for that work. And you will learn more about kind of what your... what your idealized hatred and relationship feels like and looks like and having that in mind will go a long way if and when you seek out a new one
1: or one seeks you out or one seeks you out yeah yeah um yeah relationships come to an end and not always on good terms
0: that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with ending a relationship, and even when your identity is heavily wrapped up in it, mm-hmm. you, know, you, to, you hang out with the Morgan enough, you will you will have certain personality traits, I'm sure, and they vary from person to person. But things that are strongly associated with your relationship with them and your friends in the pagan community will know that relationship and yeah. see those things in you. And, should you go from, I don't know, uh, the Morrigan to, well, the, the flower maiden from Welsh Apology, okay. you might see a big difference.
1: Well, I mean, if you, anyone who, who knew me a decade or so ago, um, and knew me with Artemis as my primary patron, I mean, that was a very different version of me, too, um, mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: the same thing with Me and Eris. Yeah, and and there were definitely. It's interesting, actually, talking to people who who I kind of fell out of touch with, and have reconnected with, and still think of me as a daughter of Artemis, right? Yeah. Um. And and it's very it's very odd now because I'm not. Um. And and there's just this different personality traits and the different little. And, I mean, like, for me, walking in the woods is different now than it yes. was a decade ago. Because Artemis is no longer a patron. And so that it's, like, because that is her domain, it is very different for me now.
0: Yeah. When uh, I worked with Harris, obviously, being a goddess of chaos and discord, <laughs> my whole life was very different. It was... really know how to describe it these days, because I don't have the same conception of the cosmos that I used to have.
1: Well, and I think for you, at least my my understanding of it, is that when you were elevated, they called it ordained then, right? But when you became a senior priest, um, part of your cosmos shifted and you were more responsible for order.
0: Yes. Not necessarily responsible for, but that was... so vision work and the uh, experience that I've had, the oath that I took, all of those things sort of coalesced around a kind of devotion to gods of order. And so a goddess of chaos and discord you know kind of the odd girl out there Mm -hmm. and what ended up happening is we did not end it poorly, we did not end it with a way of, oh going to give you too much, or I'm not going to give you blessing, or or something like that. Um, And it wasn't even me saying, I don't want to do this work anymore. It was both of us recognizing at about the same time that we were just on different paths.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it was not going to benefit either one of us to continue the patronage relationship. And once again, patronage is about benefit. Yeah. Every side gets something from it. And if you're not all benefiting, it's not a patronage relationship. And what I found is that we just, we made better friends. And I, I liken it a lot to a relationship where we just realized we weren't in love anymore and we're separate ways and decided to stay friends. Yeah. And that was cool. And so every so often I will see her in passing. And we'll wave. we we'll say hi. Sometimes we hang out. I go to the occasional Discordian ritual here and there. <laughs> and I still enjoy it. I like the energy. I love hanging out with Harris because, man, she is a blast.
1: She's
0: <laughs> got a great sense of humor wicked smile and that red hair. <laughs> uh, awesome. Anyway, the the work, though, that we do together now, should we do work together, is very much, oh, hey, remember the good times? Me too. Let's have a little bit more fun like that and we'll go our several ways again. Yeah. And it works out really, really well for me. and it works out really, really well for her.
1: Yeah, for me, it, I don't think that was quite what happens with with Artemis and I. Um, So I intentionally, we, we, I, I was going to be getting married. And I know from lore that Artemis is for unmarried girls, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that in our current culture that married women cannot have a relationship with Artemis or that non-women cannot have a relationship with Artemis but the relationship that I had with her was very much me as maiden Um, and so we we both kind of came to this realization me from the side of I cannot get married and, and maintain this level of relationship with you and her in the you're getting married and there's parts of me you have to let go um And so for me it was a very conscious decision. And I, I did it as part of a, like I, I wrote an entire ritual, essentially um, breaking those bonds of patronage and then kind of renegotiating our relationship. Um, and it was it was a very emotional ritual. I um, I, took like a meditative bath and then um, I ended up bringing some childhood toys and I ritually destroyed them um, to kind of mark this ending of childhood in in ancient Greece when when women got married they would take their toys to the temple of Artemis and leave them there for um, other children to pick up so so I, I got rid of some important childhood toys to me and ritually destroyed them and um, I cut my hair, um, not like, not not like waist length to shoulder length, but like cut a big chunk out of my hair right yeah. before my wedding. It was great, yeah. um, <laughs> but so so I, I cut my hair and I burned it. And we, I, I had um, some other women helping me who were all married women, and essentially what we did is we we transferred me from the realm of Artemis to the realm of Hera. And so I left my maidenhood behind and had these these women who were my friends um, who were married and had them welcome me into this next stage of life. Right. Um and it was it was very emotional. I mean, it was it was leaving someone who's been your your confidant, your protector, your friend, your sister, your your big sister like leaving all of that um and what we ended up kind of renegotiating was that I still do a lot of her work um I I take on a lot of that protective role and um and so it's shifted from like her being like really big sister and me being little kid to us being like two sisters that have grown up, and now I am older and I am on my own, and we still have that relationship. We don't see each other every day. We don't live in the same house anymore. Um, but we we still understand each other, and when we see each other, it's wonderful. It's great. And we still love each other, but it's... Um, it's a different relationship. Really. It's a very different relationship now than it was.
0: Yeah. when When Harris and I broke up, I guess, it's a... Not exactly how I'd phrase it, but yeah. it's a close enough phrase. <laughs> um, there was a small ritual, but it was not nearly as elaborate as that, um, where I made a final offering and appreciated and thanked and said, hey, this is where I am, and I'm here because of you, and all the work that you have put into me has paid off into, into who I am today. And I appreciate all of that work. Yeah. And we each got, I guess, kind of our final offerings, our final blessings from, from the relationship. And we continued on our way. And it just... It's just one of those weird sort of relationships. And I have a feeling that I liken it to a romantic relationship in a lot of ways or for a lot of reasons that mostly revolve around the fact that it's kind of that relationship has always served for me as a template for what I particularly like about being with other people I like the joy. I like the freshness of things. I like to um, hang out with people who are far more spontaneous than I am. (laughs) It's very nice, actually. And so, when that relationship ended, I ended it in the way that I would like those kinds of relationships to end. And that is very much about keeping open communication, staying friends, making sure that um, we're on the same page about things, Mm -hmm. because the last thing I want to do is, of course, leave hurt feelings or overstep bounds, Right. and so having a good understanding of where that relationship is, for me, was really important, and she was kind enough to to grant me a lot of that.
1: Yeah, mine definitely wasn't a romantic relationship. Like that's not well, the no, it wouldn't have been. that's not the metaphor that I would put on that relationship for me. But it, it was. It was
0: Artemis. What? <laughs> well, also it was Artemis.
1: But also it was. I mean, I'm an only child. However, she was my big sister. She still is my big sister. But I've grown up. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it's.
0: And for me, heirs is an old flame. it works out great
1: thanks for listening and there's more to come
0: we welcome your ideas and questions if there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org
1: if you would like to donate you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate
0: Druids in Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org.
1: As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.